Welcome to Food Fun Addicts with the always hungry Matt Hawkman. What is my phrase? Let's get one for the table. Exactly. Let's get one for the table. And the guy that knows how to cook it all up. It's very important that you put in the love. When you put in the love, people taste the love, people feel the love. Jay Shapiro. Welcome to Food Fun Addicts. Good evening, everybody. We've missed you. Hopefully you've missed us even just a little bit. We took a week off because I was traveling. I was down in North Carolina visiting my mother. You know, their phones down there aren't so clear down in the South. So figured we would take the week off. But welcome into Food Fanatics. I'm Matt Hawkman. And I'm Jay Shapiro. So Matt, I... I didn't recognize you. I haven't seen you in probably two weeks. Two weeks. It looks like you've stayed away from the baked goods. <laughs> uh, thank you, but no, not really. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> there is a fantastic couple of bakeries down in North Carolina near my mother's, and I want to just give a shout out to my mother because even though she sometimes has trouble shuffling along, she went out of her way to make me stuffed cabbage, chicken salad, Waldorf style, homemade potato salad. I mean, you did a great job, Mom. Thank you, and it was great to see you. So, Jay, let me ask you, over the past two weeks, Jay was telling me that there's a funny food story, and I said, no, no, don't even want to know. So we're going to get his raw walkthrough through one of these stories, but... What's been happening food-wise over the past couple of weeks? So as far as the food thing goes, we're eating great at home, so I'm not going to even go into the what we've eaten at home. I am going to tell a quick story. So last week, I was in a mood. Work was just pissing me off. So I vented, and I, I had to go out for a ride. I went to the beef barn in Bellingham, Mass. It is a barn that was built, and it is a throwback when I say throwback, a throwback style place, they're known for their roast beef sandwiches. Plus, they have grilled burgers. They actually have a steak sandwich. And I saw one come off. It's not like a steak and cheese like you used to. It's a thin, thin ribeye that they grill right on the open grill and they put it on this roll. So does this, does this look like a Dairy Queen kind of place? Dairy Queen on steroids, yes. And okay. they have a silo outside. It looks like you're going into a barn. It okay. All, so... I went in, I ordered a roast beef sandwich, I saw the fries coming out, and I said, I'm not doing the fries, and I actually ordered a small Coke. So I went roast beef, side of sauce, barbecue sauce, with a small Coke, took it out. Wait a minute, what else is on the sandwich? Nothing. You can either get whatever you want. I went roast beef, it's a grilled toasted sesame roll that actually... I think it had something on the top where the butter's on the on that metal roller. They just lathered yeah. it and then put it through the We got to get those for our houses. That would be so great. So we could just throw bread on those rollers and everything's buttered. So the roast beef sandwich was 375 plus the Coke. I think it was like 516 or 512 with tax and did, everything. Did you have it? Did you have I had I had the change. I had the change. So I get it. I go outside. I'm t- and I haven't had a coke probably in like six weeks. I haven't. I don't drink soda, and I just felt as though I needed to get this with the sandwich. This is all part of the stress eating. The stress the coke eating. The with coke. the roast beef sandwich. I open the bag up. I take a bite, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I scoffed that thing down in literally a minute and a half, and I said, "Damn!" I was debating whether to get two or not. 
I got up. I took a swig of the Coke. I got up, and it, it's not a Coke in a can. It's the fountain Coke where they pour yeah. it out. And good, it's good, good, good flavor. Great flavor, great ratio. And I went back in. I ordered another one. Took that one down in two and a half minutes. Did you make it to the car with that one? No, I st- I opened that up, and there was a <laughs> there was a garbage can on the outside. I unwrapped it, and I've had napkins. I threw the wrapper, the bag. And by the time I got to the car, it was a beautiful day. I stay, I sat outside in front of the car, finished the sandwich. I got into the car, and I said, wow, that was really, really good. So I'm just saying. It didn't anyone, put you in a better mood? It, it put me in a better mood. There was an ice cream place as I'm driving by, like two ice cream places, like a like a Dairy Joy farm type place. I was thinking of stopping for a soft serve, but I didn't. I just went back to the office. Oh, so you shot down at lunchtime. I shot down. I had to get out of the office and take yeah. a ride. It was it was 37 minutes door to door. It wasn't so bad. Five minutes to eat both sandwiches in and out back. Now, was there any thought given to going for a large sandwich to start with? No. Was they that only the have small? The, they only have one size. But what they do have, this is crazy. The French fries looked unbelievable. Crinkle or shoestring? They're not shoestring. They're meaty. They're big. They have the skin on the ends. They're deep fried. When I tell you, a dollar fifty or a dollar twenty-five for a small, a dollar seventy-five for a large. There's no reason why you can't eat it. You, there's no for one person you could get a small and be very, very, very satisfied. Well, I have never been to the beef barn. However, Jay texted me yesterday or two days ago when I had the text, and he's telling me went to the beef barn, killed one, three dollars and fifty cents, went back in for another. Fries were unbelievable, didn't get them. And as I'm looking at the text, a guy I know, I went to the driving range to hit some golf balls, and this guy says to me, you ever see a review for the Beef Barn? I said, I can't believe you're asking me about the Beef Barn. Are you being being serious? Yes. guy named Kevin Jenkins. And Kevin's looking at my text. I said, check this out. He goes, I can't believe it. Yeah, right on the money, three fifty. I said, yeah, my friend took down two of them. You're going to go tomorrow, I think. Oh, I'm going. <laughs> we we are going. I, I can't believe I've never been there. How was the sauce? Did it have zip? Or the was bar, it? They, they don't put the sauce on the beef, roast beef sandwich. They give you a little, you know what those uh, old school tartar sauce? The little cup. The little cup. And you can drizzle it on yourself. It was it was magical. I'm telling you. Well, I, you can drink them. It's easy to like a Jello shot. Jello shot. Only you do a barbecue shot. So that that is a uh, it's a must. How about onion rings? I think they had them. I didn't see any of those come out. Because I would think an onion ring on the roast beef sandwich with the sauce. No, you're be, building. See, you're, nice. you you put too much. You got to go straight up. You 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 build something too much. I like I like those having some bulk so that it, it feels psychologically like it might last a little longer the sandwich. So I would normally go lettuce, onion, and sauce. Not tomato on those kind of sandwiches. Just lettuce. You, you and can onion. order it any way you I want. Thank there. you. And, and I also, will. I, I also saw like the the great little char grill. Like you can smell like the char grill. They had the burgers going. Place is a throwback. It's it's money. And then we took in. Someone told me I'm going to give someone a, a shout out, James Naherney, who I, who I have gained some respect on some food with, and he told me to go to this place in Dorchester, Mass, called Molinari's. Tremendous, tremendous. What kind of Italian? Italian old school red sauce Italian food. I we had in order. I had a great Italian chopped salad with supersat, Genoa. 
in sharp provolone with chopped salad with a nice vinaigrette mixed in. I like that. It it the flavors were tremendous. The meatballs exceptional. Four good sized balls on an appetizer order. We had an eggplant palm and a chicken palm off the charts. How many people were eating? Two. Okay. And the big question for you, of course, is how was the packaging? How did it travel? Does how is the Molinari's takeout game? Molinari's packed it up beautifully. I walked in. They were super nice. The order was ready. They were busy as can be. And I didn't have this, but I saw it. I saw a bunch of them. I didn't order one. Kind of disappointed I didn't, but they have great-looking pizza. Great-looking pizza. Now, do they serve it at night in the restaurants? There is, it, it used to be like an old pizzeria, bar-type bar place. It is a very comfy, casual, family-style place. Chef Jeff, shout-out to you. All right, so let me ask you a question. How would you compare Molinari's to Cafe Rossetti's? Very, 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 very similar. Rossetti's is on the waterfront, so it's tough to it's tough to compare. <laughs> well, it's a different kind of waterfront. Yeah, no, <laughs> By the way, if you guys have never been to Rossetti's, Rossetti's is, if you love just phenomenal Italian food, so reasonably priced, and lots of it, and lots of love in the food. It's in Winthrop, right along the water, and we highly recommend it. Jay introduced me to it and uh, have been many, many times. It's so good, and it's BYOB, so you're not getting ripped off on those $15 glasses of wine. <laughs> So, all right, so, so, uh, so, all right, so, so, if you like next Saturday, if you were going to get takeout from Molinari's or Cafe Rossetti's, which one would you do? Not a fair question because I, I, I have an, a, a kinship to Cafe Rossetti's. It, it all depends on. You can't separate emotionally. You can't, can't separate emotionally. I'm, I'm tied to both. I'm a, I'm a fan. When, one thing I didn't get, which I was told to get, they did have it, but it wouldn't have gone with what we were doing. The chicken salt and boker, every it's not on the menu, but it's a special, I think three nights a week, supposedly off the charts. I like chicken salt and boker. Yes. I really do. It's very good. The reason I asked Jay about Molinari's with the pizza is because a lot of these hidden gem Italian restaurants don't serve pizza at night unless it's takeout because they don't want you taking up one of their eight or nine or ten tables working on a pie. So for, uh, for a ten dollar pie you can't you can't you can't make any money, which is understandable. But I'm telling you, that pizza, so I texted my friend James, I said, Great recommendation. Thank you very much. He said, You didn't get a pizza? I'm like no, he said, that's a... That's one go, for the table. He said, that's one for the car, he said. That's what he <laughs> said. Because <laughs> they are on the smaller side. They're not like the big pie, but they they looked absolutely beautiful. So if you get stressed out this week in the office, you're going to have to make a decision. Are you going to Dorchester, to Molinari's? Or back to the Are you to going the to the beef barn? Would you, if you ended up getting really stressed out, today's Monday. Let's say on Wednesday, you're really stressed. What do you think your order will be at the beef barn? Will you go multiple sandwiches on the initial round, or would you get the fries, or what are you going to do? I think it's a call while you're there. That menu board speaks to you. (laughs) And then you'll hear this. Order ready! (laughs) 
So How were the accents? They were turning out orders left and right. People were respectful. They were waiting. People called in. A lot of people called in. They had orders ready when you came there. And you see the beef on the slicer going back oh. and forth, just going like this. And they just pick it up and they dip it. It's great. We're going. Fine. You know what? I met a gentleman about two weeks ago that his company, check this out, it's called Unified Office. And what they do is, because so many restaurants lose business if you get a busy signal or customers get put on hold, you know, people get irritated and they say, oh, the hell with it. I'm going to call somewhere else. These people have the technology so that anytime a customer calls, even if it's like a Friday night at a pizza place, you automatically get taken care of. When you call in, not no one's put on hold. Nobody's uh, no busy signals, nothing. So uh, it's unified office. They're up in New Hampshire. So Matt, I talked a lot about eating. You've yes. been away for two weeks. What do you got? Okay. So oh boy, here it comes. No, no, no. Okay. It we, we had we had a funny thing happen. So I'm down in the Charlotte area for five days, and you know my mother cooked, and that stuff was good. We went out a few times, but this was interesting. So my daughter Perry, as some of you may know, that listen to us regularly, goes to school down in Elon. So we were gonna meet Perry halfway and uh, for dinner or something, and Perry said, you know what? Why don't I just come up to my mother's house and she'll stay over, which was great considering that she had come up three or four weeks ago to visit her grandmother. So nice job, Perry. So Perry comes up, and we're out doing a few errands. And in the car are a couple of seniors and my daughter Perry and myself. And I promised the two seniors I would not say which one went down this road. So we are in one of many nice strip plazas in the Charlotte area, and one of them said... Did you say strip plazas? I just want to make sure. Yeah. I, okay. I yeah. got nervous. I thought uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the seniors were looking to go to uh, gentlemen's clubs, and there is a Chick-fil-A. So I, w- I had no interest in going. I, I mean, it wasn't like I was going to stop. And all of a sudden, one of them said, oh, I'd love to get a chicken sandwich. I haven't had one in so long. And you I said, said, done! Derek! Yeah. Blinker goes on. Uh, <laughs> so I throw the thing in reverse. <laughs> no. So we get in line. and How big was the line? Maybe 15 to 20 cars. Wait a few minutes, but it was all right. But as we're about three or four cars from ordering, one of the two seniors in the car says, Matt, would you ask them to cut my sandwich in half? No. Now, I did a triple take. I said, you're being serious. You want me to hold up the line at Chick-fil-A so they can cut your chicken sandwich in half? That person's, they still, their mother still cuts their food at dinner. This individual said, yeah, I don't think they'd mind. And I said, I do think they'd mind. Do you think that in a fast food line, they are trained to all of a sudden, you know, it's one thing to not put cheese on a sandwich. It's another thing to stop everything in the middle of lunch hour. Uh, yeah, we got to cut that chicken sandwich in half. So the question kind of comes up. So needless to say, I didn't do it. You know, it doesn't matter. Family, loved one, doesn't matter. I am not looking the person in the eye at the drive-thru and saying, 
Hi. If you asked that, that question, place? we wouldn't be friends anymore. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, can you imagine the anger in the cars and trucks? Huh. And uh, remember, I'm down in Charlotte, so you get yeah. a lot of gun racks. There and would stuff. have been a good lungy on that chicken sandwich. Oh my God! So, so I guess the question is, what are your rights as a consumer when you're going through a fast food line? Like I feel, you order the food. You get the food, you get the hell out of the way. However, as we know, I did have an experience with I was just going to say, you went back with a bite. Right, but no, but that's okay because they defending screwed your up. Rights. You're defending they your They screwed rights. up that egg sandwich. But, I mean, you can't make special requests like that. Well, that's like somebody going through and be Burger King and being on a low-carb diet. Yes, I'm going to have a Whopper, please. Can you scoop out the roll? <laughs> I mean... The answer is no when you move on. Like Exactly. So was it a gal or a guy? It was a lady. It was a lady. Like, did she eat it? She ate it. Did uh, she cut she, it in half or rip it in she half? She did not. She did not finish it. I did. And uh, that was not a problem. Who's going to leave? I'm not throwing away a third of a good pizza chicken bread from Chick-fil-A. But just the fact, I was cracking up. Perry looked at me, and Perry and I made eye contact like, there's no way we can ask this. <laughs> And I'm sure our friends that are listening right now, the Food Fanatic listeners, you must have experiences like this where you've been with family members and they've just made really bizarre requests. And I just don't think at an average ticket of six or seven bucks a head, you, we have any right to make a request like that. What do you think? No, it's like not even worthy of a discussion. Like, done. I would have made a walk home. <laughs> What had it taken the walker out of the trunk? <laughs> right. And that probably would have gotten me in trouble. You know what's just amazing down in the South? The people are just, they really are nicer than in the Northeast. Really? In the restaurants, they just, they're so kind. And did you eat a lot of fried food? Not a crazy amount, but there is so much fast food. I and mean, they're chains, busy. Are they busy? busy everything's busy. busy. I mean, Biscuitville. You ever hear of Biscuitville? There's a place no. called Biscuitville. Did you try it? I didn't. I didn't have. Well, I probably could have fit it in. I I didn't. I what was the most decadent? What what is the most decadent thing you ate? I had a pecan roll that was awfully nice. Very nice. You like a pecan roll? I don't know if I've had a pecan roll. Like a cinnamon bun rolled with no, a pecan no, roll? No, a, a, a pecan roll. A pecan? It, a pecan. A pecan roll is more sturdy, and it's got that heavy, heavy caramel layer on top and then loaded with pecans and that is quite tasty it's different than the the cinnamon roll i'll tell you i mean did you it, have any good salads down there <laughs> <laughs> how are the salads at the uh, beef barn i went no 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 vegetables <laughs> no vegetables for me the South, just the people are nice. They they really are. And uh, oh, so there I am in the Charlotte airport. And where do I stop? At the sushi place. Rob Bradford Sushi Place. For those of you that may have missed this episode, this was two or three weeks ago. We had on one of uh, the big national baseball writers, Rob Bradford, who's based in Boston. Rob was saying that his favorite place for sushi in the entire United States of America is the sushi place in the Charlotte Airport. Jay, you should have seen that line at the Chick-fil-A at 9 in the morning for in the Charlotte Airport. It's crazy. I mean, we got to open a Chick-fil-A. We really do. It's like a license to print money. Did you did you order something at the sushi place? 
And I don't like sushi. I, I actually ordered nothing because I refused to wait in line for any of these places. I was thinking, you know what? I'll be back in Boston at 1 p.m. I can handle it. I can live off my own fat for a few extra hours. In terms of restaurant news, I will say, we went out to eat back in the Boston area, and some of the restaurants I noticed that don't have full capacity, aren't allowed to have more tables in, it really is weird. It takes away from the experience. We were at a place, I don't want to say the name of the restaurant because the food was good, but uh, I don't want to deter anybody and hurt the restaurant. But it was a really, they, they had so many tables missing that it just felt like I was in someone's basement. Really? Yeah. In Boston proper? In, in Newton. The, in Newton, Newton. Man. Yeah. Okay. In Newton. I did see that New York... Uh, starting this weekend is going, uh, the restaurants can stay open now till midnight. It's time. I mean, don't, what's your feeling? I think that let the restaurants thrive now. So many people are getting vaccinated. People can make a decision whether they want to go out to eat or not. Let the restaurants open up now till midnight. One other thing that I did get dropped off on my house on Saturday. So there's a place called Molten Borough Farms in New Hampshire, right outside of Lake Winnipesaukee. Probably the greatest blueberry pie I have ever eaten, ever. And I've been eating this blueberry pie for probably 15 years. Okay. Someone brought it back because they had to go up to check on a house, and they stopped, brought it home, and they cut it in half. They gave me a half of the pie. We had that for dessert Saturday night. Oh, after the Molinari. After the Molinari. So it was a light night on Saturday <laughs> exactly. night. Exactly. Oh. I just got to tell you. I would drive two hours and 15 minutes. That bed must have been a Dutch oven (laughs) times 10. That pie is just spectacular. Now, do you heat it up or you eat at room temperature? Very good question. And was there any ice cream in the freezer? Another good question. (laughs) Oh, here we go. This is going to get good. So I didn't heat it up because we took took and taken, and I just didn't put it into the oven. So we had half of it. We ate it cold. No ice cream, but I did stop on the way home and picked up a Brigham's chocolate chip. So I'm lying in bed. <laughs> I'm lying in bed at, we went to bed early Saturday night. I'm lying in bed at 10 and 10. I turned to Abby. I said, knowing what her answer's going to be, what are you, sick? I said, how about if I go get some chocolate chip ice cream in a cup and we'll share some in bed? And she turned to me and said, yes. I said, oh, my God, I hit the lottery. I was like, I ran up, got it, brought it back, put a, a Couple scoops of ice cream in a nice cup. We each had our own spoon and we were passing it back and forth. I thought I died and went to heaven. So last night we cooked at home and I made a really good hash brown. I forgot to tell you that. But I threw the pie in for leftover dessert and it was hot. I got to tell you, hot blueberry pie is better than cold blueberry pie. And I did put a scoop of ice cream on the pie last night too. I don't understand how you had pie left over. Like a half a pie is nothing. And if you we had one and Abby slice are each eating a piece, one slice and each. how does it make it another 24 hours? Like Donna made a chocolate chip banana bread the other day. Before <laughs> I went to bed, half of it was gone. And not because she ate it, because I ate it. I mean, there's just no control. If you, were, if you could see us, if the viewers out there could see us, or listeners, I keep saying viewers, <laughs> the listeners out there could see us, you would know that I have one piece. He has a half a cake. Slim. Um, <laughs> no, wait a minute. Why did you even bother getting a dish for the ice cream? Why don't you just bring the container with it was a brand new. Con- it was yeah. a brand new container. It, now, it, I, I'm a neat freak. I even brought it. Each one had a napkin. It was, it was, it was great. I, 
I said to Abby, she's like, you're really happy that I surprised you with that answer. Yeah. She said, you have no idea. Right. It was, it, it was just tremendous. I went to bed with a big smile on my face. It was great. Thank you, Brigham's. <laughs> yeah. Brigham's. Brigham's chocolate chip was pretty good. It is very good. But see, I don't see you as a uh, as a pie guy. You always say you don't I'm like not, baked goods. I, I'm not a pie guy. I, blueberry pie is a pie that I like, and I like Boston cream pie. Um, or, Which is more of a cake. A cake. Or... Chocolate cream pie with crust, chocolate pudding, and some whipped cream on top. That can be really good. <laughs> That's that really can good. be really good. I was watching something on Triple D Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives, and they were somewhere in Jersey. And this diner, every single pie and cake in the rotisserie thing made homemade, and homemade, and they were talking to the guy who that's his responsibility. That's incredible. That one individual is making dozens and dozens of pies and cakes every single day and he's way down in the basement the guy doesn't see sunlight but he cranks out a beautiful strawberry shortcake hey speaking of strawberry shortcake there are some excellent polls on our instagram our vp of instagram interaction put up some very nice polls and uh, I do suggest going to food.fanatics and seeing what's uh, up there. And there's also some very clever pictures. There's a uh, one gentleman sent us a picture. He's making pizza on his own little uh, pizza outside pizza oven. And he's wearing a Food Fanatics hat, and he sent us the picture. And it's an awesome-looking picture. So uh, check it out. You know what I did not have was pizza the entire time in North Carolina. I think that's the longest I've ever gone without having pizza. Do you think they have good pizza there? I would I see I envision like a pulled pork pizza. Ugh, or no. a burnt ends no. pizza. That's that's bogus, man. That's not pizza. I, I agree with you it's not pizza. But down in barbecue country, I bet you they get a little creative with some of the meats. That's a sandwich. Have a pulled pork sandwich. Yes, but you don't think no. You're going to find that on a menu yeah, down there? You will, but I'm yeah. not finding it on my plate. I Well, I agree with you. And any kind of pizza that has stuffed crust, throw it in the garbage. That's not pizza. I agree. And the same kind of thing with, like, fancy flatbread appetizer pizza. Like, that's what you would find, pulled pork on a flatbread. Yeah. That's like a little mini slide. Just stop the flatbread thing. <laughs> Somebody, I would like to see the president come out with a mandate. We are now ending flatbreads. Nobody can make flatbreads. Nobody can serve flatbreads. It's either going to be pizza or nothing. I don't like it. And you know what? We don't see enough garlic knots. More I, I places hate I hate need to be going garlic I hate nuts. Them. Garbage. It's like oily, salty, garlicky, smelly. You but stain. if it's homemade, it's eh, good. Sm- eh, nah, I want bread and butter. Bread and butter. Bread and butter. Bread and butter. You no. Let me ask you a question. You prefer bread and butter, or do you prefer bread in a nice oil? Why can't I have both? You can now. I'll tell you what. If and- I go, if I go oil, I'm going oil, some Parmesan cheese, some crushed red pepper, salt. And pepper, stirring it, making a nice slurry, and then going for a dip. So you love not your average Joe's bread and oil because that's yeah, that's, that's their a, oil. That's pretty much with the, same the chili thing. flakes yeah, and that's their true, cheese. But yeah, that's like I think they use like WD forty oil. 
I don't think it's good olive oil. No, that's nice. Good way to uh, help the restaurants coming out of the pandemic. Um, <laughs> thank you, Jay. That was Jay Shapiro, not Matt Hawkman. Because I want to say I love Not Your Average Joe's. And I you think know they have a good lunch. I do like their lunch. What do you like? I like one of their salads, like chicken with blue cheese. Uh, cob salad. The, the chicken cob salad is very good. It's a nice recovery. I don't like I'm cheese. not saying I'm not eating it. I, I lap it up quite often. What I do is I have to get in there early before the cheese has been able to sink towards the bottom and start to, you know, really get mixed in. Because I don't like the cheese. I don't like Parmesan cheese in my oil. So I have to get the bread and get in on the uh, outer outskirt, get the oil and the chili flakes, and then do my thing. You got issues. No, I really don't. I just, uh, I feel that... Uh, the cheese takes it away. But I know I'm in the minority. The majority of people um, do like it. So I have to get to the beef barn. We are going to uh, make a little road trip. Try the fries. You know what? What the hell? Let's get a burger. And remember, next time you're driving through a fast food restaurant, if you have a special request, like you want the crust cut off your sandwich or you'd like, you know, someone to dab the oil off your pizza, you just ask and hold up the 30 people in the drive-thru. You tell them that relatives of the Hawkman said it was okay. Jay, we uh, want to thank, of course, our friends at Ken Joe Outdoor Advertising. Ken Joe's going to, they're going to the moon, I was told. They're going to the moon. They're soon to take off on a global basis. Well, hopefully they take us with them and our friends at America. American-Eats.com. Always good restaurant pictures and recommendations. And again, if you post good pictures, we've been sending out hats. You're going to get a hat. And these are really good hats. These aren't cheap things or mesh things. These are high quality hats that come from I am incentives. Did you see it? Did you happen to see the freshly laid eggs that were posted? Yeah, what's the story with that? I meant to ask you. I, I, someone posted that picture. Someone sent that in. It's like, what, three different colored eggs? They were from a freshly laid chicken. I mean, the chicken, they were hot, <laughs> hot, hot out of the chicken. And I have to say, I think I've good, only had... Good for that chicken. Good for that chicken. I have to say, eating a farm fresh egg versus a store-bought egg, big difference in color and a difference in taste. There is. Uh, I, you know what? I, I don't want to get started with the farm fresh thing. I hate the expression farm fresh or farm to table. Who wants you like that it? Food? No, but you like it from, like... Saran wrap like the, the a ring ding from the ring ding paper to your mouth. You don't you don't appreciate the fresh stuff. I appreciate fresh, but I mean these restaurants going mental saying, "Yeah, we're all farm to table." I mean, no shit. <laughs> if you go to a farmers market and pick up produce, vegetables versus going to the supermarket, world of difference in taste. Specifically like a lettuce right out of the someone's garden yeah. into a salad versus the crappy lettuce you buy at the supermarket. World of difference. Okay. You're not buying that. You know what? I think you can make an argument it might taste a little better for a regular guy with regular tastes like me. No. So, you know what? I'm going to go to the beef barn. I'm going to see what kind of lettuce they put on my sandwich. And with that, we wrap up another episode of Food Fanatics. Any closing comments? No, just right. enjoy the good weather, get out and eat, send us some pictures, and enjoy your week. All right. So, for Jay Shapiro, I'm Matt Hawkman. Have a great week, folks. Take it easy. Peace out. 
The Food Fanatics Podcast with Matt Hockman and Jay Shapiro. For sponsorship information, contact matt.hockman62 at gmail.com. That's matt.hockman62 at gmail.com. The Food Fun Addicts.